everyone, my name is Jacob. I'm a member at CGI based in Leatherhead, and today I'm talking to Rida from the BAME Network. Hi everyone, my name is Rida. I am also a member of CGI, also based in Leatherhead, and currently I'm working as a spacecraft software engineer. Uh, so Rida, can you tell us a bit about yourself, your background, and how you got into STEM and how you got to work for CGI specifically? Sure. Start with school. All right. Wow, that's a long time ago. Um, <laughs> so I basically came to the UK uh, 10 years ago and I did my A-levels here. At that time, I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do. Uh, I knew it had to be something in the space sector. But unfortunately, because I was an international student at the time, I couldn't secure a decent enough scholarship for any space degrees. Um, so I decided to go for a computer systems and robotics engineering degree at University of Westminster, which worked out in my favor uh, because by the time I finished that degree, I applied for a company called Sysis, uh, which actually CGI took over, uh, acquired, that's the correct word to use here, uh, in 2019. And basically what they, they didn't say that in order to work in the space sector, you have to have a hardcore aerospace degree. It was just that you have to have decent enough skills. So like, for example, I had uh, coding skills. I knew how electronics worked. And to be honest, that's all you needed at that point to start as a graduate. And that's how I started working on the ExoMars rover through, um, it's a project called um, Rosalind Franklin Rover, actually, by European Space Agency, and quite a few different countries are involved in there. CGI is also uh, working on there currently. It, it sort of went back uh, in the storage a little bit uh, because of some political issues, but that, that was my start of my career at CGI, and uh, it's been so exciting ever since. I have carried on working in the space sector. The part I work in specifically is uh, the onboard software. So this is where you write software to go on satellites and rovers. And it's sort of a little bit different from the terrestrial uh, software because we use this term called mission critical. Essentially, you can't afford to mess things up there. Not that you can in other things either. But um, this is a bit more important because your satellite that you've spent hundreds of million pounds on, it could just crash by one line of code. So it's a bit high stakes, which I think keeps the adrenaline flowing. Um, and yeah, I've, I've worked on the European Space Agency projects ever since. Uh, currently, I'm working on a commercial space project. Uh, but I think the idea here is that I, when I was starting off, in STEM, I didn't know that I had an option not to do a hardcore space degree and still end up in the sector. And that's something that's not communicated enough, I feel. And that's what I'm trying to do when I do the STEM events. Sometimes I go to schools and tell people, you can literally just get in. You, you, you don't even have to have an engineering degree. You can, um, you can be a social a media content manager for space and they do an amazing job as well uh but yeah that's that's that i can i can actually kind of relate with you you there actually because um i i'm not for i i'm a software engineer and i'm not from a computer science background i'm from a maths background 
Um, and I think you're right. I think I wish pe more people knew that you don't necessarily have to go into a career that's specifically related to the degree you do. And you can kind of, you know, broaden out a bit after you finish. So that's that's quite interesting that you end up working kind of with the ESA and stuff. That's really cool. Um, can you tell us a bit about the BAME network at CGI, um, kind of things they do, any events they organize? Sure. Um, so BAME Network is this sort of organization that all the volunteers have set up throughout CGI and people from all different communities, not necessarily, they don't have to be minority communities. They could be allies as well. They get to join, they get to sort of um, celebrate different events. So, for example, um, I'm from Pakistan and I'm a Muslim. And we celebrated Eid events recently in different offices. We also then do a lot of fundraising events. Um, last year, I'll take the Pakistan example again. Uh, I think some of you may be aware last year there was devastating flooding in Pakistan and tens of millions of people were displaced and BAME Network organized uh, fundraising throughout CGI offices and we ended up raising over £3,000, which is quite a decent achievement. Um, and currently, actually, we're doing a fundraiser for uh, the earthquakes that happened in Turkey. And again, the idea is to get people together, get them to talk about it, because I think we all know that when something as devastating as that happens, uh, we get like this 24 hour news cycle. But after that, things sort of tend to fade away. But the victims that do get affected they would be affected for years to come. So they need our support throughout, essentially. Um, so that's one of the things that I absolutely love about BAME Network. And apart from that, it's not all just sort of about the disastrous. We do um, celebrate a lot, of, a lot of different things. So we have these quarterly meetings with the CGI UK president, Tara, which I found personally quite um, motivating. Tara is an absolutely amazing person. If you've ever had a chance to talk to her, she is just brilliant of a person. And um, it's just nice to be able to talk to the president about cricket. She loves cricket and Pakistani and Indian uh, people. We absolutely love cricket as well. And I think people from England as well, because, you know, I think it was invented here. I don't know, like, I think it was. Um, but uh, it, it was just great to just to chat to her about normal things, not necessarily have to talk about the corporate things all the time. And she then motivates us that even we're part of a minority group, sure, but it doesn't mean that we have to sort of stick to those, stick to that as our identity. We can genuinely achieve anything that we want. And Tara being at the top, that has been very, very helpful. I have to completely agree with your praise for Tara there. She is fantastic and she's great at communicating across the whole company as well. Um, you touched on the events that they do, the BAME Network, and um, I've been to a few of those myself and I've learned a lot through them. Um, I think they're a brilliant idea and it's great that they're kind of, you know, I'm not from a minority community myself, but these events are still open to me and I can go and I can enjoy. There's often a lot of food. I know we've got an Eid event coming up in Leatherhead, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're great opportunities to learn. So, so yeah, I think that's fantastic. And as for the cricket thing, um, yeah, I, I actually live near the Oval Cricket Ground in London. Oh, so nice. cricket, every, I walk around and there's murals of cricket everywhere. So, yeah, I'm a cricket fan myself also. Um, okay. So just a question I'll ask you then. What do you think personally, based on what you've seen, your experiences in the BAME network, we as CGI or, or, or just as, as STEM in general as an industry can do to increase 
BAME representation and support across across STEM? That, that's a very good question. Um, so, to be honest, that's something I have thought about previously a lot. Um, and what I think would be helpful is to actually have BAME representatives as people that you sort of look up to. So, for example, if I had someone who represented my community and they were, for example, the president or the vice president of the company, that would motivate me to say that, okay, if they can achieve it, then I can as well. The problem that I faced, I wouldn't say faced, uh, it was personal because, uh, just to make it clear, at no point in my career so far did I ever feel that I was held back because I was from a minority group. Uh, if anything, I was motivated to sort of push myself more. And one thing that I would say is to have more representatives from different communities in the fields that you would want to work in. So, and we have a good representation of that within CGI, actually. Uh, I had, there's this person, I don't want to say their name because I haven't clarified, clarified with, the, with them yet that I'm like one of their fans. But, um, they um they they're working as in a, in a field that I want to work in eventually when I have enough experience and the work they do is absolutely incredible and just looking at them looking at the career journey within the company and in general it's just been so inspiring to me and I feel that would help other people as well if they have more of that yeah, I, I, def I can definitely see that. And you're right, the representation is very important. It shows you that, you know, you can kind of get to those roles too. And I think that's what this podcast will actually end up being for a lot of people is hearing your story and hearing how you got to work on such amazing projects like the ESA stuff. Um, you know, somebody might listen to this and think, okay, you know, if, if she can do it, then I can do it. So I think that's fantastic. And I think you're clearly definitely making a difference here. Um, thanks, Rida. Yeah, is there anything else you want to... Um, you want to touch on? Um, actually, one thing I would like to mention here, it's just sort of um, praising CGI in the end because I'm at the high at, uh, at the moment. Um, so one of the things that CGI does really well is supporting your personal and professional development outside of work as well. Uh, as I mentioned that I don't have a space degree, but I would have liked to call myself... Uh, a space engineer instead of a software engineer uh, at some point and I suggested it to my director one day that there is this master's course that I really want to do it's called uh, astronautics and space engineering at Cranfield University and you actually get to work on real rockets I mean how cool is that uh, yeah and they my director talked to my VP and after a few days it was all approved and currently I'm doing a part-time master's sponsored by CGI and they give me sort of um, reasonable allowance as well to sort of uh, get the time off and study on there properly without having to uh, be too stressed about it because I have seen people who've done part-time master's with a full-time job without any days off and that's not the kind of life you want to live trust me but um, it, it was just something to mention that it's a company that you can build your career in for a long time. It's not just sort of, you know, okay, do this project and then move on. You, you have a chance to, to, to progress here really well. 
I completely agree. I've seen that myself. I've only been at CGI for for nine months, and I've seen I've seen that myself in the short time I've been here. Um, so yeah, best of luck with the with the with the masters and everything. Thank you, thank you very much. It's hard, but um, it's rocket science, so yeah. I'm expecting it to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, you can't you can't go around and say you know people can't say to you oh, it's not rocket science because it quite literally is. So, I know um, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's quite a unique position to be in. Okay, Rida. Well, um, thanks very much for your time, and um, thank you everyone for listening. All right, thank you.